We're recording. Yay. Yay it's so too. nice to see your pretty face. I know. It's so close to mine. <laughs> we're very, very, very close to each <laughs> other. Please don't get me ill. <laughs> I'm really trying not to. I've been no, it's fine. <laughs> sickly all week. I have my own pop filter, so it's yes, that always, I should block the germs. The germs. Help the germs aren't that small to get through. Yes. Yeah, we have our cute little podcast set up. It's the kids' card table, and we have Some two small chairs. Very small metal chairs, and our computers are propped up on like the kids puzzles and games and stuff yeah <laughs> pretty good <laughs> but it's working yay hopefully the cat in the next room who's enclosed in the kids room and will, will stop meowing and it won't show up on the recording yeah so far we've had the cat and the dog making noise and the electronic like uh vacuum thing the robot vacuum, the robot vacuum. <laughs> so all the creatures Welcome to Semi Together, a podcast about having some of your life together all of the time. It's about getting unstuck and moving forward while accepting that we're all a bit of a mess sometimes. I'm Malia Dicker, and I'm in Jackson, Mississippi. And I'm her sister, Jillian Burgess, and I live in Barcelona, Spain, but I'm in Jackson right now with Malia, Yay! so that's very exciting. We're in person. We're actually together. The first time we've recorded in person. I know. It took a little doing, but I think we've got it all worked out, so we're really excited to be doing this show together. So my voice, you may notice, is a little bit hoarse. Um, we had a lot of fun over the holidays with friends and family, and I lost my voice, so bear with me. And that was even before our six-hour karaoke session. I know. It was like day two. We went out, and I was yelling over lots of people in a bar, and then my voice went away. So day two. (laughs) But it sounds a lot better. Yes. On the mend. Yes. Well, in today's episode, we are talking about our goals for 2019 and reflecting what worked and what did not work in 2018. Yes. So last year, we tried a new way of setting goals for the year. We were really inspired by Gretchen Rubin's Happier podcast, and they did an 18 for 2018 list. So instead of one resolution, you picked 18. So Malia and I both made our own list of 18 for 2018, and it went really well overall, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to talk about what worked well, what didn't, and make new resolutions for the coming year. Yep. So to start, uh, how did your 18 for 18 go overall, Jill? What did you like and dislike about it? What do you want to do differently? Overall, I feel like I did pretty well. I think the format worked really well for me. Instead of putting pressure on just one thing, it was spread out. So I give myself a 13.5 out of 18, which (laughs) I give myself partial credit for one. I, I think it was fair. So I think overall, I did really well. I felt really positive about all of the the progress I made over the year. So, you know, one of them was launch the podcast, which Yay. we definitely did. And I'm very excited. One. Yeah, it was a really big one. Another was get our, Brian and I live in Spain. And so we had to get a new visa, a work visa in place for living there. And we got that done, which was a big process. You know, some side projects that we were working on that we launched and fun stuff like take one hike or go on one local adventure per month and kept that up. And I feel like it was a really fun list of things. And there were things I definitely didn't do. I did not hang up our travel photos, which we have the frames. I have not hung up the photos or printed the photos for that matter. Um, (laughs) There are a few projects that I've talked about with Brian and with another friend of writing these books that we're talking about um, that did not happen uh, (laughs) and then figure out a blog posting schedule for traveling to taste which is a food and travel blog that so that didn't happen I think I posted like twice during the year so <laughs> some things didn't work but I feel overall very good so what so, about you well before I tell you I want to hear more about what you liked about that framework and what worked for you like what made it work and maybe what with the ones that you didn't get accomplished maybe what was standing in the way that's a good that's a very good question I think some of the really big goals were 
harder to feel like I was making progress on. So even with like get the visa renewed is like such a huge thing that had so many steps. I think I did better when I could break it down into smaller things mm. um, and even launch the podcast. You know, we were both giving ourselves little stars mm. or stickers every time we did something to move it forward. So that helped to kind of see it, visualize it. But I had a lot of reach goals, like really ambitious things and less sort of one-off fun goals. So the ones I, I didn't achieve, I think that was it. What worked for me was having just a balance of a lot of the different parts of my life. You know, this one's for health and wellness, and this one's for creativity, and this one's for fun and travel. So I like that sort of balancing of the priorities that, that are important to me. Yeah, what about you? Tell me tell me your journey with 18 for 2018. Yeah, well, I really like this. I feel like this was the first year that I accomplished what I set out to do, more or less. And it was interesting, Gretchen Rubin talks about this on her podcast, that people, a lot of people find that the 18 for 2018 framework works better than just one resolution, because it's not an all or nothing. Mm -hmm. You can kind of just whatever you're feeling that day, or you can go in ebb and flow, but there's just like a bunch of different types of things you can work on. And so it's, if you don't accomplish one of them, it's not, oh, it's all screwed now and right. like, <laughs> I might as well just give up right to give a year shot yeah <laughs> yeah so and then having it on my fridge every day and the little reward stickers I was doing that those both were just key for me to accomplishing more than I have before so the highlights that I'm most proud of accomplishing was the content creation writing the tiny letter newsletters regularly and then launching the podcast was my mm-hmm. top accomplishment for the year I really have enjoyed it and super it's, huge I know we've been talking about it for a long time so it feels great to be actually doing it and then seeing each other in person it's not like this thing of guilt and shame it's right. like yeah let's what's next right it changes it. Yeah. I exercised. I'd, that had fallen by the wayside when I had kids. And so exercise outside was another, you know, get outside. It was one of my goals. Mm-hmm. And so often we took walks or I was just outside with the kids and in the backyard. And uh, so accomplishing that and getting back into that routine was great. I wrote a will, which was also oh, a really big one. Really yeah. Since we've had kids, especially, it's really been in the back of my mind. So it's in a Google Doc and it's not in Mississippi. You don't need it notarized or anything. Oh, yeah. And so, cool. which made it was a, yeah, definitely made that easier to do. But, and we, you know, I started Googling like how to write a will and templates and all, but we just put it in pretty casual language because fortunately our families, Darren and I are both, we don't expect there would be any kind of contention or anything. Right. So it's very straightforward and simple. And, I felt such peace of mind to get that done. Of course. Um, I started my emergency kit. I get partial credit for an in-progress emergency kit. Mm-hmm. We did order the thing that I think would be most useful is a weather radio. I think it's a crank one, and it has USB ports, so you can charge your phones oh, with that, cool. and it has a flashlight. It's one device, and it's probably... Th- 50 bucks. Oh, nice. Yeah, I just got it on Amazon. We went to Wirecutter, which is my top the tip. Yeah. <laughs> it was the New York Times blog or learner times website right where they just do a lot of testing and reviews for, for yeah products. it's like consumer reports and mm-hmm. then so you can basically trust whatever they say and they give you a bunch of different options like a budget option and mm-hmm. their best recommendation and so they tested a bunch that were sort of ready-made emergency kits but found that building their own was a lot more effective mm-hmm. so we're slowly building it because it's expensive to get all sure. those things and I definitely went down the rabbit hole. It was, I was on, on Christmas morning, you know, because as... Oh, no. Dude, like, my time is running out. I've exactly. That's exactly what it was. So I was like, oh, gosh. I started Googling on the first thing I woke up on Christmas morning. So it's about your anxiety. <laughs> and, uh, and canned water and things like that. No, I'm not buying canned water. I'm maybe some LaCroix. The ones that are made for disasters, the canned mm-hmm. water, they're like three dollars a pop for like oh one 12 ounce can of water it's really? ridiculous yeah one of the amazon reviews was like 
a sucker's born every day. <laughs> this is water in a can. So is it because plastic will degrade over yeah, time? Yeah, plastic like it can lead to PPA. Like if you put oh. it in your trunk, for example, and sure. then yeah, it's like they're thick cans that are sunlight proof and all this stuff. But no, it's really silly. So build a new bunker. <laughs> yeah, fifty-five thing. gallon water jug. I was like, there's like we probably don't need that. Right. <laughs> but yeah, once you go down <laughs> that rabbit hole, it's especially if you have anxiety, it can be a little much. You start thinking of all the scenarios. And, I know. Yeah. <laughs> The only things we have ordered so far are the weather radio charger thing and water purification tablets. And so then I was like, oh, well, how much do we need? Let's get, you know, one pack or two packs. And I was like, let's get two. And he's like, we just really probably need one. I was like, well, you line the bed you made. I'm going to have an extra pack. If if something goes down, then go down. I'm not giving you my water tablets. Mark my words. So that's what we have now, but I do have a spreadsheet that has most other things with links and costs. Anyway, that was a lot on the emergency kit. But <laughs> Very important. <laughs> I know, again, like you start thinking about it. And then uh, the last thing that I did that was really proud of was hanging the pictures. And oh. that's also partial credit because there's some that required like drywall anchors and things. But the command strips were really great. And so we hung a bunch literally before we went on our family trip was right after Christmas. Nice. And so, yeah. So it brings me a lot of joy to see the, the art and the family pictures that are hanging up around the house. They look really good. Yeah. What I did not accomplish or half did or fell by the wayside was a power hour with Darren to pay bills mm-hmm. and maintain that weekly. Stay current on news. I was good for the first part of the year and then toward the end really just stuck my head in the sand. And <laughs> Easy to do in this la, day la, and age. La, yeah. Meditate. I try to do micro meditations throughout the day and just like when I'm walking to the restroom or, you know, just like getting up from my desk and then just taking a minute to breathe. But as far as like sitting down meditation for five minutes, 10 minutes, haven't done that. I have two meditation apps on my phone and they both give me reminders around noon <laughs> and I just swipe them away. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Yes, I, <laughs> I see you. <laughs> And arrive five minutes early. I sometimes was on time, sometimes not. I'm pretty consistently five to ten minutes late. So Same when way. I can be on time, exactly, that's a huge accomplishment. I did not publish the book. However, I did some thinking about what possible formats the content from the book could be put out into the world in. So it could possibly be podcasting. It could be a series of essays. It could be the sky's the limit and mm-hmm. publishing a book may not be for me or I might self-publish versus the traditional publishing route I was trying to take. It's been kind of lots of fits and starts and then a lot of agents who haven't returned my emails, which I find very rude. Jerks. Yes. <laughs> so I'm just like, ugh, I tell with the gatekeepers. I right. just want to do this on my own somehow. And so I'm feeling a lot more at peace with it. And it was nice to kind of give it a rest mm-hmm. and just do the podcast instead and really give my creative attention to things that were fueling me and I was excited about instead of something that was feeling like a slog. So that's really great. Yeah, it's that's really great. currently resting, but I'm open in the new year to how it could look. Awesome. That's something to look forward to. Yes. So what about 2019? 2019. Happy new year. Yeah, I'm excited. It's, I feel like the end of 2018 in particular was really positive and I felt very energized with all the creative things going on. So it was fun to make my 2019 list. So we're not going to go item by item through our 2019 list, but we will put them in the show notes. You can see them at semitogether.com. So for me, sort of the big themes were relationships. So I have a few that are, you know, planning like a drop-in monthly get-together for our friends in Barcelona because we're pretty good about seeing a lot of our people, but some people we go months without seeing and I, I miss them. So we were talking about saying like, hey, we're all going to meet at this one bar or restaurant on this date 
And if you can make it, great. And if you can't, then you can make it the next month. I love that idea. Yeah, it's like less pressure. Yeah, and you can all just schedule individually with people. You all just can show up if you you know it's there. Exactly, like a catch-all. Because that's what we do when we're traveling, but I've never really done that in a place I've lived. Yeah. So um, that, and then finding ways to connect with people who are far away, friends and family, via text or via FaceTime. So having like, you know, every month try to make a phone call home to our folks or, you know, weekly connect via text or Facebook. And then so relationships and then travel. So planning some trips with both Brian and with some friends. Creative projects is the third one. So semi together doing our every two weeks schedule mm-hmm. a new episode, which I'm really excited about. Yeah. We've kept that up we so far. We have kept to it. I'm so, very impressed. Yeah, me too. And then one, at least one product for semi together that we're talking about doing, mm-hmm. which is exciting. And then other creative projects. Oh, also Brian and I are making hard cider. We're making apple cider. Um, we have this ridiculous setup. I will put some pictures in the show notes as well, but make a batch that we really like. So that's a fun thing we're doing um, that we're going to involve our friends in as well. Four is for paid work. So Tipsy Pertuzzi is a side business that Brian and I are working on with um, cocktail themed pins. So the goal is to do one new design per month. So Brian's oh, doing most cool. of the yeah, Brian's doing most of the design work, but I'm helping with ideas and copy and it's really fun. So and then also taking on more like writing client work that I'm excited about and challenged by. And then my last one is health and wellness. So scheduling medical checkups, which is not fun, but I've been putting it <laughs> off for a very long time. Um, so doing that, finding like a primary care physician, that kind of thing. And then um, I joined a new gym. And so I've found a schedule of classes that I like. So trying to do that three times a week. So those are some of mine that are kind of a, a balance of all the things that are important to me. Yeah, all the different the different areas of your life that are going to make you happy and well. Exactly. exactly. Uh, and you can focus on that desired end state of the wellness of being yes. how, ha- how happy and joyful and peaceful you'll feel. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Having your primary care doctor and checkups and all. I know. I was trying to find a balance between like some of those like annoying to-do list items that I don't want to do, but I know I will feel better when I do them. Or like I have to get my passport renewed, which is not very fun but obviously is the gateway to me traveling and like being yes, able to leave the country true and the peace of mind you'll have and then not beating yourself up once you accomplish that goal yes. that'll be and you'll feel a good so state good of mind. cross yeah. it off and like yeah exactly yes desired future state I think it's Blair Enns who talks oh, about nice. that yeah with client work we talk about that just when some client approaches us with the problem they're having have them picture that desired future state and then that's very generative to getting to that point and you know then you kind of ignore the slog in between a little bit right. better <laughs> right <laughs> focusing well, on fair. the yeah the end result, <laughs> desired uh, feature state <laughs> that's good that's good what about what about you well I've been keeping a running list of items in a google doc that I want to add to my 19 for 2019 and primary care doctors when I do need to add uh, in some shape or form because that was a problem Darren got West Nile a year and a half ago it was awful and we had a lot of issues because we didn't have a primary care doctor mm-hmm. as far as getting his prescription medication and all and so at that time I put once he was done with that illness I put a reminder to myself on my phone pick a primary care doctor and now it says like 375 days old <laughs> like <laughs> pick a primary care doctor it'll pop up now and then I'm like yeah yeah yeah. but it's always at a time where I'm like not able to deal with it so I need to yeah I just gotta put it on there my theme overall for 2019 is tighten up and lighten up and that has multiple meanings tighten up I want to get more fit and exercise and I got a Fitbit which I'm super excited about yeah you're so right it's the best thing ever yes (laughs) the Johnny Appleseed of Fitbits is working spreading the love yeah I should have just given you one of my three that I lost I know you should have 
And so tighten up also with finances and routines and organization and lighten up, pare down clutter and also just mood wise, just try to not take lighten things up, so seriously. Oh, I love when people say lighten up. Yeah. <laughs> <That's everything. laughs> it's just like, relax. Yeah. It's just the best. <laughs> yes. Not take things so seriously. Like I always say. <laughs> like I always say. Mm-hmm. So that's my theme that I'm going to keep coming back to. And then within that, financial health is one main thing. Just maintaining a budget, managing money no late fees is going to be my mantra that's a good one yes it's so silly every time we get them and we put a lot of things on auto bill and we'll try to do more in the new year emotional hell de-escalating when angry because Mm -hmm. i do have a trigger point especially with uh, my very strong-willed and defiant children (laughs) (laughs) yes spirited is a nicer way to say that (laughs) and replacing curse words with kid-friendly words has been (laughs) a big one on my list it's actually number one on my list and you know not necessarily in priority i you know maintaining money is more important but it's the one i thought of first because (laughs) that yeah jc and gd in their full forms are my go-to and as the children are growing up and remembering and repeating things, it's really not cool to say those around or at my children. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was like Googling some substitutes for, for said words. And so like, well, for the stronger ones, fudge and sugar, I can probably deal with those. Sure. The challenge overall is that studies have shown, research has shown yes, that cursing will relieve pain yes when you stub your toe you don't say oh gosh darn sugar (laughs) fudge like that's it's not satisfying no it does not work the same way so i'll just have to deal with that i guess and uh, God has been working for me pretty well. That's good. To some of the substitutes, they say, like, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. That's not any better than well, Jesus no. Christ, because that's his name, it's and that's sure. their names, you It's know? still a religious Yeah, curse. exactly, like, like blasphemy, so. Right. I mean, we think, Darren and I, about, like, our children repeating it. Is that going to be okay? That's the measuring stick of if these are going to yeah. work. So, yeah, some of them, like, bugger, you know, the Americans may be okay with that. I don't know. I it's know. on the, the fence. Yeah. Say, yeah. yeah, and gosh darn it. Yeah, God has been pretty good. Some of the other ones were kind of funny, like fish sticks or <laughs> fiddle dee dee. That's what Lifehacker has a post about stop swearing and stop swearing so much. And they say, like, if you say fiddle dee dee or something equally ridiculous, then you could stop swearing altogether because you feel so silly, or you could make yourself laugh and, right. like, you know, diffuse the situation. So, right. That's, yeah. <laughs> That's some of them, like, Judas Priest and Crisis Geest were kind of funny. <laughs> that is <laughs> really making funny. me laugh. So, anyway intellectual health so i want to start incorporating books back into my life Mm -hmm. i love 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 to read and just have not made or had time for it so reading or listening to audiobooks i'm going to set my goal at six roughly i know for those who have a lot of time that's a very small number but for me that would be that's a big win and get through some of the books on my nightstand i want to stay current on headlines plus every day i'm kind Mm -hmm. of reviving that one for the new year Focus is another uh, area, meditating, and then stop scrolling on my phone mindlessly and put it down and put it in the other room if necessary Mm -hmm. so I can focus on the people in my life and the priorities that I really want to move forward. Creativity, I want to launch a media company with you that will include the podcast and Tiny Letter and Tipsy Pertutti and all the fun projects we have and then start developing products together. 
And then I'd love to start a podcast with Darren. We've been talking yeah. about it for a little bit on parenting and partnership. Totally listen to that. Sounds awesome. Yay. And I would like to launch Reschool Yourself in some form mm-hmm. and put that content from the book out into the world in some shape or form. Awesome. So, yay. Those are my goals. And some are more fun than others. And most of them are soul-filling. There's some that are like not in any of those categories, like scheduling a catch-up session with a different friend each month that I love I've been, that. You know, like, lost touch with or don't talk to very often. And also decorating for seasons and holidays. That's oh, something that's that a lot of my other friends, especially in the South, do really well. And it's never been something I've gravitated toward, but especially Evan sees our neighbor's decorations. And he's like, we, we don't have any decorations. I'm like, no, we don't. We, it would be nice to get them. Yeah. That I mean, with nice. simple <laughs> ones, because that's just our style. But I think it really adds to the season and the spirit. Yeah. And you have a nice tree. And that's always so nice for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. And the one like $5 Target greeting card chain with little clips yeah, on it. Yeah, it's very festive. That really, it was probably my first purchase of that nature. And it really adds a lot. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Okay, so the next segment we have is Steal This Tip, where we share things that we're trying and what's working for us. So we're going to do a roundup of Steal This Tip for the new year. So Malia, you want to start it off? Yes. So start by reviewing your 2018 goals to see how far you came in the past year and where you'd still like to go. It helps to do this in written form, whether it's in a written journal or a Google Doc. So it's really important to celebrate the goals that you've achieved. Like really take a moment, let yourself feel grateful and proud, and then examine the ones that you didn't accomplish and think about why. Also, do you want to move them to the new year, to the 2019 goals, adjust them a bit so they're more fun or realistic, or let go of them altogether? Right. There were... I had both of those categories. Some I said, okay, my future self will be happier if I do this thing in 2019. And there were some that I said, you know, it's cool. Like, yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay. We'll let you go. I tried for a year. Right. Well, I thought about trying for a year. I didn't actually try. Well, you can always revive it if you decide this year that you miss it or you sure. do want to do it. Exactly. And there are certain things I think throughout the year you will realize that are important to you or you want to do. I added a a number 19 on my Uh my 2018 list because I got those um, photo albums printed for our our wedding photo albums. And so I added it. To cross it off. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did. (laughs) Absolutely. Put some stars and some stickers next to it. Yeah, I thought about doing that with my daily to-do list, like shower, drink coffee, check, check. Check. I will add things after I've done them just so I can cross them off. I will too. Yes. Okay, so the next tip is think about the why behind the goal. So it'll really help you get through the slog, as you said, or the hassles. If you think, like, will this bring me joy? Will this make me feel fulfilled? Will I feel a sense of satisfaction once it's completed? Yeah, your example of hanging your travel pics is one that I think will bring you a lot of joy. And thinking about your family and friends building those relationships, even though it's a total hassle. It was a hassle for me to like buy the frames, figure out where they need to go on the walls, buy command strips to to hang them, get them printed at the drugstore. All those steps were a real big pain in the butt. Yes. However, they are up now. And I really, yeah, you see them. And then, yeah, I know you guys have had pictures hanging in the past. And I'm sure you looked at them a lot, like from your wedding. And yeah, it brings a lot of joy. It does. And we have like one of, I'm debating debating whether I keep the travel pictures on. I think I'm going to. I think I'm going to keep that on my list. But also I added one because we have a big like canvas in our front hallway, which has a string, like three strings across it with like little tiny um, clothespins. And we have just prints hanging there. So it's just kind of a, a rotating photo display. But we haven't really updated the pictures. So I want to start the new year with some fresh pictures. Yeah, so that's one. a little more achievable where I can print out new ones and hang them. So it does make me happy. So I'm keeping it on the list for the moment. Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah. 
Another tip is say, I want to, or I'd like to, instead of I should, or I need to, or I have to. Yeah. I've already said it sometime in this podcast. I'm I've sure caught myself saying I need to, because really should is the S word. <laughs> it should be banned from our vocabulary. So you should say sugar instead of should. <laughs> yeah, right. I, sugar, <laughs> I sugar exercise more. <laughs> I fiddle dee dee. Yes. Yeah, it's a red flag that the goal is coming from guilt and shame, and it's, really something there's no should it's always something that you choose I and want so to. i want to i could i may <laughs> <laughs> i could possibly yeah it really is liberating because then it's just a free choice and then there's really like no one is making you do these things it, right. i'm talking to myself here i i struggle yeah. with this on a daily basis <laughs> But yes, eliminate should from your vocabulary. Replace it with something more generative and more optional. Yes, I have been trying to do that a lot in my life. And I do think it helps me reframe what I want to do and what I'm doing because I think I should. Yeah, like you're obligated. Yeah, Yeah, then you can maybe not do it at all. Yeah, exactly. It's great. Okay, next tip is find your own balance. So you might have a list of goals that are equal weight for the different parts of your life with, you know, friends and family, with work, with health, with creativity, all that stuff. Or you might be really focused on a certain area of your life. It might be a stage of your life where it's very family focused, you're very work focused, and that's okay. Just figure out what balance works for you right now. Another tip is work joy, fun, and play into your goals, balancing out the things in your list that you're doing because they're good for you. So you can start with a list of things that you need to do to feel like you. And I wrote about this in a recent tiny letter. For me, the list is music, dance, reading, writing, personal development, and connecting with my loved ones, which is a lot of things, granted. (laughs) So that's challenging when I have limited time. Mm -hmm. But I've had to incorporate them in in small ways into my life. Like, I'd really love to play the guitar on my own for an hour and choose all the songs I want to play. But sometimes it's just after dinner, bringing out the guitar. Avery immediately requests the ABCs. And so I'll (laughs) sing the ABCs to her. And sometimes that's all I have time for. But it really is still soul-filling. And I just have to modify the amount that it takes to feel like myself. Right. But if you can work some of those goals into your 2019 goals, that'll help you stay motivated. Great. And the next one is count it. I was doing some brainstorming with my friend Claire when she was in town and we were talking about our 2019 goals and, you know, we were kind of going back and forth on a few of these things and asking like, oh, well, does this thing even count because, you know, it seems so small or I'm already doing this or I'm already, I have this thing scheduled, but the answer is yeah, count it. You know, it's, <laughs> we give ourselves so little credit for things like that. So if you're even just a tiny bit into it or you're on your way to it, like count it. It doesn't matter if it's tiny or if it's big. So I feel like that was really helpful for me just being like, yeah, even if it's a thing that takes me five minutes, it still counts. Yes, I've talked about this with giving myself stars on my star chart on my fridge. If I'd made any kind of progress, I'd give myself a star. And then I gave you for Christmas some little star stickers. Because yes. you talked about how in Spain it was hard to locate stickers that weren't like the giant. size of it. Yeah, giant. <laughs> Take up the whole page. And so I was in Office Depot just debating between the, the ones that I've been using are different colors. And so I've sometimes used the gold stars like for a really extra good job. And then the <laughs> other ones, I'm like, oh, that's kind of a good job. And I was like, no, we do not need to spend our energy that way and like doling out in a stingy way they're all gold stars so I bought the ones that were just gold stars for you and for me I love that I love that you don't need to like rank them like this is A plus work and this is like B minus work yes give yourself an A that's something Benjamin Zander I think says just give yourself an A and why not call it a day like you you, you did something so you get the credit yes yes 
Another tip, our final tip for the day is come up with a theme or mantra or word for the new year. And mine, again, is tighten up and lighten up that you can hark back to and that guides your goals overall. So a word has never worked for me. Me but neither. Some people say, you know, grow or... Mm-hmm. I've tried it. I love the idea. Mm-hmm. It hasn't quite worked for me, but I've not tried a mantra. So now that you have one, I've been thinking about it. So if I choose one, I'll, I yeah, will share it. In, back. Yeah, I will share it in a future episode. <laughs> so our next segment is Get It Together, Got It Together, where we share something that is working well in our lives and something that needs a little work. So my Get It Together is that Brian and I just threw a party for our 10th wedding anniversary in New Orleans, which was amazing. And it was mm, so awesome. So to, fun. Oh, so wonderful to like bring friends and family from all over together and the thing that I wish I had done better was that I, I let stress kind of overwhelm me a, a couple times during, it really was like a, almost a week of festivities, you know, because people stayed through the new year and we were, we wanted to see everybody and there were, I I'd arrived a little bit sick in New Orleans and was jet lagged and a little bit tired. And there were a few moments where we were trying to like juggle the logistics and I wanted to make sure everyone was having a good time and everyone was happy. And, and all your worlds were colliding. Yeah. So you want to make sure everyone got along and had attention. Exactly. Like I, you know, as someone who loves my people, I want them all to be well cared for and happy. And like, but to the point where I was just like so stressed out at this one day where I just like was on the verge of tears because some plans weren't working out. And I was like, this is not the way people want me to be. (laughs) No, it's just too much. And some of the unexpected things like babies weren't allowed at the bar that we expect. It was a beer garden. So we kind of expected that it would be a family friendly beer garden. (laughs) We're going to like meet up with people there. Yeah, like our children and your friend's kids. Exactly. And And so then like mom and dad couldn't go. They're watching the kids. Yeah. Like things like that. And so I felt really guilty and it was just like, it was was, no one's fault. Yeah. It just was, and it was on top of all the other, you know, logistics and people. And it's just, that happens at weddings. I mean, really it was basically a wedding, you know, yeah. yeah, exactly. I remember at ours, I feel like it every in my experience at mine or other people's you have a moment of breakdown sometime <laughs> hopefully before the wedding and not yes. during the yes. wedding but for me it was the rehearsal dinner like the private room that we'd chosen was just a lot smaller than I had known mm-hmm. and so people were just elbow to elbow and so that was already stressful and then I spilled some sauce on my white dress oh. and I just went into the bathroom and cried for a little bit and then I came back and I was fine I was like okay this is my moment like okay. this is <laughs> I got it over I with. got it out of my system yeah so yeah, be kind to yourself because it's totally normal and Thank totally you understandable and everyone including yourself I think had a great time yeah. it's just you know in spite of all yeah it's, it's a lot it's a lot no and exactly and like I don't remember that about your rehearsal dinner I remember it being super fun and like I don't remember any of that so um yeah I had an awesome awesome time but I felt bad that like a few of my friends and you know saw me uh-huh. like at this stressful moment and then they felt bad that I was feeling like, it and was like a whole bad it was a whole thing and I'm like no no this is not the point like I'm having so much fun it's not you and, like, and is it me no it's, it's no, me like no I'm just so happy I we're all together you can't tell right now I'm about to cry very happy so on that note my got it together is just that week in New Orleans Yay. was so it was, really fun. it was really special to me like it was awesome because we had you know our family was there and then some of Brian's family was in town and you know friends from all these different parts of our lives came to to celebrate with us which was really just meaningful and magical and you know we got to like do New Year's Eve karaoke with all of these super fun yes, people in private room private which is, room it was this big party room with a stage and, and dance floor <laughs> And like we had such a great time at the party and like had a little photo booth area where we took pictures and like it was really it was what I wanted. All of these things we've been talking about. So it was awesome all together. Like I had my moment of being stressy and like 
overwhelmed, but overall, I'm really just happy that we pulled it off. Yeah, it's emotional having all your people in one place, like just the range of emotions, because it's so rare to get them all together. And I remember on my wedding, walking up the aisle and just turning my head and looking at each person. I'm like, this is amazing. And like, how often do you have all these loved ones in one room? And they're here for you. Yeah, like at your wedding. And that was, we've been talking about doing this since we got married, because that experience was so incredible. Like, and you don't have many occasions after that. Yeah. Or like now that other friends have gotten married and we've had that in smaller degrees where your people all gather. But now we're like, okay, every 10 years, we're just going to have a big party and Yay. celebrate. We're going to hold you to that. I know. Exactly. <laughs> it's throw, on the record. <laughs> yeah, Jill and Brian throw a very good party. Brian, so here you. it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, my get it together is... So it sounds a little silly, but my get it together is not learning the lyrics to Frosty the Snowman. <laughs> so I sing to my kids at bedtime every night, and during this holiday season, one of their top requested songs has been Frosty. And I, <laughs> Avery loves Frosty. She saw the cartoon oh, yeah. Frosty the Snowman over Thanksgiving, and since then she's really had a love affair with Frosty. Every time <laughs> so she sees cute. the decoration at Target or wherever, she's like, Frosty! And our next-door neighbor had a big inflatable Frosty, so mm-hmm. every day we come home, she, hi, Frosty! Oh, so cute. <laughs> yeah, so they request Frosty the Snowman, and every night at that moment I'm like ah I did not look up the lyrics to Frosty the Snowman it's a very long I know it's very it's a long story of his journey it's a narrative journey yeah I know the chorus hero's journey Oh, goodness. So then I Googled the lyrics today, and I just have to start learning them. We have a full year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a full year. And my got it together is that I succeeded in making the holiday season more magical than stressful Yay. this year. Yay. I touched on this last episode, but I have continued that path, and I, I spread out the tasks that I wanted to accomplish. And one extra tip that that people may want for next year is getting the printer to send the, the Christmas cards. Oh. Yeah, sending a spreadsheet of addresses and, and then the file for the card and having them just send it out for you because oh, then you brilliant. don't have to yeah, buy stamps and write anything. And, you know, of course, I'd love to do that, but it's just sure. not going to happen if I have to do that. So we did skip the Santa pictures, mm-hmm. and we were planning to host Friendsmas before our holiday family trip, but it turns out our next-door neighbors were having an oyster roast with their family, mm-hmm. and we just were so excited for that and did that instead, and that saved us the stress of hosting, even though it's super fun to host just right before a trip and everything, oh, and having visitors, great. it was really nice to just go and enjoy, and thanks to them for hosting. It was so lovely. Good so work. yeah, overall, it was a wonderful and memorable season and really focusing on family and friends, which is the most important. It absolutely is. So good job, Yay. us. Yay. <laughs> okay. Well, that is all we have for this episode of Semi Together. It's been so great to be in person. I know. Recording. It's been really fun. I know it went a little longer, but hopefully you know, <laughs> we're just, just having to... a good time. We're just girls gabbing. <laughs> girls chat and that's how we do so thank you for listening you can find our show notes on this episode with our 2018 and 2019 goal lists at semitogether.com and we really want to hear your feedback on the podcast we truly value the feedback we've gotten so far from listeners and want yours as well it really fuels us to do more episodes and lets us know what you're responding to and what you'd like to hear in the future you can email us at podcast at semitogether.com or leave a comment on the facebook page We'd also love it if you'd subscribe, rate, and review this podcast wherever you listen. And thank you for listening to Semi Together, because take it from us, you have it more together than you think you do. You can find show notes with details on our 2018 goal list and 2019 and everything else we talked about in this episode at semitogether.com. And okay, that's what you'd say. <laughs> <laughs> do you need to do that again? Yeah, do you need to do that again? And scene.